Welcome, welcome to the 16th episode of the Revolutionary Star broadcasting live and direct from Harare, Zimbabwe to the comfort of wherever you are right now in our global world. Today is Sunday, the 8th of November, 2020. And today we're going to talk on the recently passed uh, War Veterans Act and what that really means. So are you the descendant of a Zimbabwean war veteran? And if you are, what does that mean for you right now with this new act that was uh, a bill and then it was passed as an act uh, 3 slash 2020 this year and it repealed the former uh, war veterans bill that we had this podcast we're going to try and delve deep into this act and uh, discuss what that really means for you so that we can you know have something that is uh, substantive uh, for the way forward a lot of us here if we're revolutionary stars we have either a father a mother aunt uncle or somebody in our family grandfather grandmother who participated in the liberation struggle as a war veteran a war collaborator a non-combatant uh, a detainee and so forth so the act is there to provide for the rights for the rights and benefits for veterans of the liberation struggle and their dependents so we are really trying to understand this act for the dependents we all know that uh war veterans are a dwindling amount of people as the generations continue throughout the year so as dependents understanding this act now becomes very important so basically this act is there and it's um okay first and foremost as a dependent you need to know what this act is all about because whether or not your parents are alive, you are supposed to be uh, getting some type of benefit from the fact that your 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 lineage or your legacy has somebody who fought for the liberation of Zimbabwe. That's important, first and foremost. Now, what the act does is that it provides for the establishment of um, veterans of uh, veterans of the liberation struggle board, and it also provides for the establishment of a veterans of the liberation struggle fund. It also repeals this act that I'm talking about, uh, chapter 1115. It's repealing the previous uh, chapter that was there, uh, act that was there, which was the Ex-Political Prisoners, Detainees and Restrictees Act, which was chapter 17-10. So basically this new act that was passed this year repeals the former act uh, that I just talked about, which was the Ex-Political Prisoners, Detainees and Restrictees Act. So that's pretty much in a nutshell what uh, this act is really about. Um, Basically, the main thrust of this act is uh, what exactly it means to get a benefit, uh, what, how, how, how and where the board will meet, how it's going to be set up, uh, what the chief director is going to be. This is a very important uh, part now for us at the revolutionary star and all you young people listening to our podcast the act also delves into what it means to be a dependent uh what it means to be an ex-political prisoner what it uh, what the fund is going to entail what gazetted land means gazetted land that's where it's going to come in when it comes in terms of the benefits that i mentioned before which ministry this act is going to fall under what exactly is a non-combatant cadre uh, what exactly is a person who assisted the war veterans during the war? Uh, 
what exactly is the scheme or if there are any schemes that uh, people will benefit from uh, what the transit camp uh, means or oh, let me just speak of the transit camp <clears throat> in this act a transit camp means any camp that was used as a temporary place for the accommodation of any people who crossed the Zimbabwe borders uh, while participating as a member of the Zandla or the Zipra forces during the, the war that's what a transit camp is so yeah uh, this is what we're going to talk about now first and foremost while we're talking about this another reason why this bill was being pushed so much was the fact that it had left out certain people who participated in the war this was mainly war collaborators and war collaborators right now there are a lot of them unlike war veterans they were young during that age so now this act officially recognizes war collaborators as a section of the liberation liberation struggle now to be considered a war collaborator within this act it means that that person should have at least attained the age of 16 years by the 31st of december 1979 and then who in that same period between 1975 until the 29th of february 1980 was consistently and persistently closely linked with the operations of the war veterans through any one or more of the following actions here are the actions now one carrying out reconnaissance activities and providing information for the benefit of the war veterans check you're considered a war collaborator two delivering food medication and clothing to the war veterans check you're considered a war collaborator three carrying out uh, again reconnaissance or carrying war veterans equipment from one point to another check war collaborator fighting as a war veteran even though you haven't been trained as a war veteran check you're considered a war collaborator tending or giving sanctuary to wounded veterans check you're considered a war collaborator so those are all five ways that you, this act officially recognizes you whether or not you are actually a war veteran war collaborator or non-combatant but we, i'm talking specifically war veterans i mean war collaborators the previous act had not taken them into consideration this act now officially whether you're ZANU-PF, MDC, whatever party you are officially recognized as a war collaborator if you can prove the, those uh, requirements that I listed uh, above. Of course, we all know what a war veteran is, but for those who are not familiar with what a war veteran is, a war veteran means any person who, went, who underwent military training and participated consistently and persistently as a member of either the Zimbabwe African National Liberation Army, which is ZANLA, or ZANU, or Zimbabwe People's Revolutionary Army, ZIPRA of ZAPU in the liberation struggle which occurred in Zimbabwe and in neighboring countries between the 1st of January 1962 and the 29th of February 1980 in connection with the bringing about of Zimbabwe's independence on the 18th of April 1980. That's a war vet. War vets have been known for a while now but that's the act definition of what a war veteran is right and it's also included in this act. So after we establish what a war veteran is, what a war collaborator is, the next uh, important thing that I can mention is, uh, well, maybe if I can talk about the non-combatant. A non-combatant cadre is a person who is accredited as such in terms of the act who 
crossed Zimbabwe's borders for the purposes of participating in the liberation struggle as a member of Zanla or Zipra forces, but due to circumstances beyond his or her control, did not get military training and remained in the transit camp in Mozambique and Zambia until the 29th of November 1979. That's a non-combatant cadre, according to the act. So, you went, you got trained, but you never left the camp. Pretty much, you crossed the border the whole nine yards, automatically you are considered a non-combatant cadre. So, uh, I think I've covered a lot of the people. Of course, besides the, the uh, non-combatant cadre, we also have ex-political prisoners, detainees or restrictees. Those haven't changed. Uh, they're still considered with this uh, new act that was passed, but they were also in the previous act as well uh, also this act also covers people who assisted the fighters of the liberation saga as spies and so forth that's also considered within this act so now that we know who everybody is who all the actors and the pro, uh, pro protagonists are what's the first thing that this act does this act establishes a liberation struggle board right this board is going to be known as the Veterans of the Liberation Struggle Board. The board shall consist of not less, not less than 10 people and not more than 13 members that are appointed by the Minister of Defense, right? Consisting of the following. One, the first person who is going to be appointed would be the Chief Director, who will be an ex-official member of the board. Then, after that, a war veteran will be appointed by the minister after consultation with the president, who shall be the chairperson of the board. So, chair of board will be the president of the nation. Currently, that is President E.D. Munangako. So, automatically, he becomes the chairperson of this board. Eight persons will then be nominated by their respective organizations, which, in the minister's opinion, represents the interests of each of the following. So here are the, board, the organizations that will be represented by this board. One, number one, war veterans. Right now we have the Zimbabwe War Veterans Association, so I'm sure they are the ones who represent the war veterans. Number two, ex-political prisoners, detainees, and restrictees. I'm not sure which uh, organization that is. I'm guessing it's Zipedra. Uh, if I am wrong, I apologize, but I'm thinking this is Zipedra. Number three, non-combatant cadres. I have a feeling non-combatant cadres usually they have their membership as war veterans, but again, I could be mistaken. And then war collaborators. War collaborators is represented by Zilwako. Zilwako will represent war collaborators. And I think uh, War Veterans Association, the chairman is currently Mchangwa. Uh, war collaborators, the chairman is currently Pepperite to Garepi. Something like that. Uh, so those ones those organizations will be represented on this board right after those people we will also have one ministry one representative from the ministry of defense and the veterans affairs we will also have a registered legal practitioner and then we will also have a secretary of the board now in appointing members of the boards the minister, whoever the minister is at the time, shall observe the provisions of section 17 and 18 of the constitution, right? 
If any organization referred to in subsection 2C fails to make any nomination within a period of 30 days after having been invited to do so by the minister, the minister may appoint any member of that organization as a member of the board. I'm presuming that as an organization, automatically who the chairman is for that organization is automatically the person who they will throw into this organization, into this board. You could represent them, our veterans. That's what I'm presuming, but I, I may be wrong. Now, uh, the chairperson of the board shall be elected by, the, oh, sorry, the vice chairperson. Remember, the chairperson is the president. The vice chairperson of the board shall be elected by the whole board at the first sitting. An appointed member of the board shall hold office for such a period not exceeding five years, and on such terms and conditions as may be fixed by the minister at the time of his or her appointment. So, he board your five years pretty much subject to this act a person ceasing to be a member of the board shall be eligible for reappointment to the board a member of the board shall be paid out of the fund such remuneration and allowances as the minister with the approval of the minister responsible for finance may fix for members of the board generally so uh, to my picks and everything will come out of the fund but at the same time e fund e at the discretion of minister go not my allowance now remember this is not a political thing now this has been passed by parliament so Zazim it's got nothing to do whether you're MDC Zano PF independent it doesn't matter functions of the board are the following first the first function of the board shall be to advise the minister on the establishment of any scheme in terms of this act or any matter relating to any scheme. Now, let's go back to what scheme means because maybe Papa and Tsanangura didn't explain what a scheme means. And now, you know, if you don't explain certain things, uh, you may get confused. A scheme in the act just means a scheme established in section, in terms of section 12, right? Uh, section 12 which I can now uh, quickly just highlight for you guys over here the, the the podcast, if I can bring it up, is veterans of the liberation struggle are entitled to such pensions and access to healthcare, education, and other benefits as prescribed by this act. The minister shall, in consultation with uh, the minister responsible for finance by statutory instrument, prescribe the following benefits payable to a veteran of the liberation struggle his or her spouse and his or her dependents mapinda gaba my dependents mapinda banab not mapinda right what do you get a basic pension educational benefits which may be educational assistance at the government primary secondary or higher tertiary educational institution medical and dental benefits will also be covered funeral assistance benefit will also be covered the minister may within the resources available also prescribe a gratuity payable once only to a veteran of the liberation struggle this is section 12. So that's where the scheme part is comes when it comes to Nyaye board. If, in case you guys were wondering what, he, what is it. So that's one of the functions. The next function of the board will be to address issues relating to rights 
benefits and the general welfare of veterans of the liberation struggle. Another function of the board will be to examine and determine any representations by any persons claiming entitlement to be accredited or registered as a veteran of the liberation struggle or dependent where such accreditation or registration has been refused by the ministry. Inyaye board. Vanuanoit were denied appeal process, I think the board also comes into that. Subject to this act, to hear and determine any representations or complaints made by any veteran of the liberation struggle or dependent of such veteran relating to a grant, payment or delivery of any benefit to him or her. Right. To perform any other function which the minister may confer on the board for the purposes of this act. These are mainly the functions of what this board will do. Right. Apologies. Bit of the flu. Now, what are the powers? Tautaura my function. So the, for the purposes of carrying out its functions in terms of the act, the board shall through the chairperson, remember the chairperson is the president, this is a direct link to the president of the nation, will have the power itself or through any member to, one, summon witnesses to give evidence before it or to produce any document. Two, administer oaths and take evidence on oath and make such investigation as the board considers necessary. Three, to examine or cause to be examined by such person as the board may authorize in that behalf of any records or documents kept by any person making a claim in terms of the act. Also, another power, to administer the fund, that's number four. And number five, to do or to cause to do things that are necessary or expedient for the exercise of its functions as a board. So this is the board. The board uh, shall within three months at the end of each financial year submit to the minister. Also, where required by the minister to, to do so, submit reports to the minister and may submit such reports as the board considers necessary. Now, in I have a problem with this one and I'm hoping in the future I can sit down with somebody at the ministry who can explain this to me. How can you make the president the chairperson, right? And then the same person who is the chairperson of the board reports to the minister, my reports a board, but chairperson is the president and he's the one who... Um, put that minister in his position as the minister of defense. It's confusing to me. Because how is it that your boss is reporting to you what's happening in a board that you're supposed to be in charge of? I'm hoping maybe somebody at the ministry will uh, explain that to us when we push forward. For today, we're just telling you how the act is set up. There are some things in this act which I don't understand as a revolutionary cadre in a former in a child of the struggle. So we will need to go deeper into this so we can ask these questions. But it's already there. That's one of the questions. As we move on, more questions will arise. And I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, there are other questions that you may be actually uh, keen on uh, finding out information on as well. Now, Office of Veterans for the Liberation Struggle, Chief Director thereof and Staff. I'm staffing now. Now, why is staffing important, right? Let me explain why staffing is going to be important here. Because now we want to know who picks the staff, budget staff, and so forth. This is a new thing coming into light altogether. Number one, there shall be an office of veterans of the liberation struggle, which shall be a department 
let me repeat this again there shall be a department right in the ministry of defense and it shall consist of the vetting section and such other sections as the chief director in consultation with the board and with the leave of the head of the ministry may from time to time establish number one chief director so i think this guy is going to be a technocrat whoever he or she will be number two the office shall be headed by the chief director of veterans of the liberation struggle and shall consist of such other officers as necessary for the proper administration of this act whose offices such be public offices and form part of the civil service so number one my functions are chief director chi veterans to keep all registers of the veterans of the liberation struggle and to head the secretariat of the board and to supervise the vetting processes of the veterans of the liberation struggle and to administer any scheme established in the terms of this act remember my schemes are not our benefits to perform any duty in relation to this act as may be assigned to him or her by the minister or the board there you go ladies and gentlemen Chachin. Chuncha umba department ya umba ya gadziru. Vanu vaitwa added into this new civil service department which has been formed under a certain ministry. So, what are the powers of the vetting officers? Because abandoba anenyaya. How do you know whether or not you are a dependent of a war veteran, a war collaborator, a non-combatant or a restrictee or ex-political prisoner? Because kana uri mwana wa President Robert Gabriel Mugabe? No problem. No problem. But if you are some guy who's in a provincial area where only in your local area your father was known as a war veteran and maybe he passed on, how do we get to that next stage? Well, vetting officers become important now, comrades. Right? For the purposes of ascertaining the credentials of any person claiming to be a veteran of the liberation struggle, whether it's a war veteran, ex-political prisoner, detainee or restrictee, no combatant cadre or war collaborator, every vetting officer together with at least four other vetting officers has the power to hold an inquiry at which for the purpose of such the vetting officer may do the following this is what the vetting officer may do it may summon you it may administer oaths, take evidence it may examine records or documents kept by any person making a claim in terms of the act it may access or examine archives library and other records in the custody of the state or any organ department central intelligence i'm just giving that as an example right uh, we're going to Zetarapi. Zetarapi will be releasing my reports, actually, or maybe going to uh, State Library. All that information should be ready available. During the liberation struggle, records will be there. If a special branch was uh, investigating you or following you there, or you were arrested in high fields as a war veteran or a war collaborator, yes, records will be there. So that's what our vetting officer shall do. A vetting officer shall not, in the course of an inquiry under this section, be bound by hearsay rule or other strict rules of evidence. I have a feeling with these vetting officers will probably be uh, security, intelligence. If I, if it was me who was doing this, you should have uh, some type of investigative skills. So either you've been seconded from uh, CID, ZRP, 
or maybe central intelligence section or from the military but one of these guys because uh, some of this information classified again this is again as a revolutionary i'm just uh, thinking out loud i'm not saying do this but i'm just speaking what i'm thinking so every vetting officer shall be furnished by the chief director with a portable certificate identifying him or her as such and shall produce such certificate at the request of any interested person for purposes of ascertaining the credentials of any person claiming to be a veteran of the liberation struggle the vetting officer shall admit and give due weight to any of the following kinds of evidence the sworn living testimonies of the claimants backed by accredited veterans of the liberation struggle if you are a war collaborator why are system a section commander in war veterans in a base camp we should they should all veterans should know who you are kuti mwana wanyu tomuziva aifambana ningini ngitaina tojigira chikafu apa aichengeta ma weapons edu apa ndiye akafamba achidai so takambomutumba uta aine unoona ma soldiers angari pa base camp yakadai yakadai yes so all veterans can back up your story that's number one sworn living testimonies of people who know or are related to or associated with the claimant right that's another one sworn testimony of any person that was recorded before he or she died another independent documentary evidence not limited to written evidence but including audio visual or any kinds of acceptable evidence yeah so that's vetting once you get vetted if you are approved you are approved if you are not there's an appeal process as well the appeal process goes to the board right the board consisting of all at least a quorum of members except the chief except the chief director chief director and ceo shall be responsible for hearing and determining appeals by any interested person aggrieved at the outcome of the vetting process a person who is aggrieved as mentioned in subsection 1 must appeal to the board in the prescribed form and manner within 30 days of receiving any notice in connection with the vetting process so pretty much there is an appeal process right and then appeals from decisions of board any person who has been aggrieved by the decision of the board uh, can also within 30 days of receiving notice of the decision escalate that to the minister against the decision of the board so we two processes vetting process vetting officer akakuramba if he denies you and rejects your claim you can then appeal to the board if the board rejects your claim you can then appeal to the minister right the decision of the minister on appeal under this section shall be final without prejudice to the right of the aggrieved party to seek to have that decision reviewed by the high court in terms of section 27 of the high court act there you go now subject to this act the minister may from time to time give the board written policy directions on matters concerning the implementation of this act including but not limited to maximum or minimum amount of assistance to be granted period during which any assistance will be paid any matter to be taken into account in the granting of assistance any matter relating to the functions of the board So basically minister manje according to the purview of what the president has said he can also work around on the board right so yeah and then i've already mentioned the schemes schemes do open where the funding yatataura and so forth right and there are a lot of things when we are talking about uh, uh, schemes how are these schemes going to be done ekti abuda the act i'm talking about has now been passed by the government now what happens is that uh, parliament now or the minister 
can gazette statutory instruments statutory instruments no my tools how to actually administer act that has been passed to repeal the former one so these statutory instruments manje for the registration of veterans of the liberation struggle generally a registration of dependents so that they can be entitled to schemes these ones will also uh, anything to do with schemes technical vocational training benefits anything maintenance of records uh, whatever statutory instruments now work right to help get this act to where it needs to be so yeah that's pretty much where we are now if you want us to get more deeper into this now there's the fund let's talk about money what is the fund right the fund is going to be established and it's going to be known as the veterans of the liberation struggle fund the board through the chief director shall administer the fund indian guy administrator with fund chief director looks like basara chief director right the fund shall consist of monies appropriated for the purpose of the fund by parliament fund the upper budget yes right any gifts or grants made to the fund by a person or authority or by the government of any country or any interested interest derived from or increase in any assets of the fund in any form whatsoever any other monies to which the fund may be lawfully entitled your fund what's the objectives of the fund the objectives of the fund is pretty much what is to fulfill all these benefits not only to the uh, veterans of the liberation struggle but their dependents as well so yeah we now have a fund fund will be there all money is received on behalf of the fund shall be paid into a bank account no money shall be withdrawn except by means of checks or transfer instruments signed by persons as authorized on behalf of the minister there you go so yeah this is what we have here of course like any other act kanapani fund auditor and so forth the act gives power to have an internal auditor uh, and the audit and the auditor monitor the financial administration and the procedures of the fund so that proper accounting, bookkeeping, transactions, procedures, everything has been carried out properly. So, yeah, those things will be there. Uh, moving off from the fund, this act also provides for resettlement benefit for veterans of the liberation struggle. So, there are war veterans are entitled to be resettled on and receive holdings of land within the allocation made for the benefit of such veterans of 20% of gazetted land and to receive in relation to such land the same rights of tenure as those resettled persons have. Every time land is gazetted, 20% inukenda kuma war veterans. Again, I may be wrong. I'm just reading what I'm been reading before last night and just uh, regurgitating it to you fellow cadres. But let me repeat this again. War veterans of the liberation struggle are entitled to be resettled on and receive holdings of land within the allocation made for the benefit of such veterans of 20% of gazetted land and to receive in relation to such land the same rights of tenure as other resettled persons have. Churching. So what does this mean? The minister in consultation with the minister responsible for lands, agriculture, water and rural resettlement shall take all necessary steps to ensure that the veterans of the liberation struggle enjoy the benefit of the specified percentage of gazetted land referred to in subsection 1. 
Every time in state land ya kanzita kugazeta youth corp housing yurukuro wana minister wediwe garwe social housing chakuti chakuti 20% goes to war veterans hecho again i may be wrong comrades and we are going to further delve into this when we now start asking questions we would appreciate when you can inbox us or hit us up on our email garazakasungwa@gmail.com if you want us to look and ask questions to the relative ministry which is minister of defense and war veterans affairs kuti vati pe mechanism na modalities acho chaizvo chaizvo kuti nyanzonzisa kuti ndizo herezwa tiri kuverenga kana kuti tisi turi kuresa because tichida kudzidziswa because ya act kai once these war veterans and war collaborators pass on their dependents will still be alive and this fund the way i've been seeing it set up it's been set up for a situation where it's not kwanza iri in perpetuity up it doesn't state kuti zvinoreve kuti dependent is it a dependent of a dependent of a dependent kana pane paino gumira hatsata kuziva but anyway yelend dukifarira because war veterans war collaborators these people deserve the blood sweat and tears they fought for this land saka i have got no qualms with that now if for any reason an offer letter or other tenure right is lawfully withdrawn from a veteran of the liberation struggle who wishes to continue engaging in agriculture or other economic activities on the land such veteran shall be entitled within a reasonable time to be resettled on another piece of gazetted land of equivalent size iwe offer letter yakapua war vet and then yakazitwa withdrawn ministry inenge ita izozo according to this act he has to resettle that person or and give them the equivalent size chop chop it's a pretty good act very good act beneficiary report receipt of assistance from any other source if at any time while receiving assistance a veteran of the liberation struggle or dependent receives assistance from another source similar to that being received from the front so yeah after that the act is just talking about uh, different other uh, housekeeping issues and then uh, it encourages uh, bilateral and multilateral cooperation information sharing of zimbabwe and getting into other agreements uh, for the accreditation and welfare veterans who've been engaged in combating colonialism Angola, Mozambique, Namibia, Zambia, South Africa and so forth uh, this is good so i can actually see this fund in the dependence taking it and it can become a vehicle for actually building wealth uh, uh, institutional wealth for all veterans right so that's a very very good thing the minister may make regulations providing for all matters which by this act are required or permitted to be prescribed so the registration of the war veterans promotion for the employment of veterans of the liberation struggle availing of benefits of veterans of the liberation struggle minister can push for this like for example in now personally if you are going to give 20 percent kune land you need to give about a quarter system and go to five percent or ten percent you know for now in any uh, civil service so if it's lands five percent you know in war veterans or c10 same thing military police military intelligence but whenever if you are really going to go all all the way ham on this do it all the way so yeah this is what we have here comrades uh, 
we have an act that was passed this year and it's now in a uh, in operation and we cannot it's done this is it is what it is uh, it repealed the previous act that was there uh, a board is going to be set up uh, there will be meetings that will be held a department is going to be set up in the ministry of defense and more veterans affairs and that's it i'm sure this board is going to come up with uh, committees and subcommittees and so forth munano mayane body is going to be the chief director the chief director will be the ceo of this board right a vc will be elected from the organizations that are representing the different types of war veterans but everybody is considered a war veteran let me get that correct but of course panima difference or within themselves which is uh, uh, acknowledged by this act mkuruwe board will be the president as the chairperson as a vc ano electwane board and then pane pane chief director who the minister shall appoint chief director will be the ceo and then it administer the fund and so forth and there you have it ladies and gentlemen the new war veterans act there are things that we are curious about continuity and so forth legacy issues but in a nutshell this is the act as it is we will try and find somewhere where you can download it for yourself so you can have it now if you are the dependent of a war veteran it is important that you go through and read throughout this uh, act there are a lot of dependents whose parents uh, or relatives have died so the first thing before we start thinking of benefits and so forth is get the vetting done comrades if you are a cadre the memory and the history and the legacy of your relatives who died who fought for this war needs to be remembered because this board and this department are going to keep historical records of every war veteran who served in Zimbabwe whether or not you want to benefit from the schemes or the gratuities your legacy of your own personal family needs to be interred within the bones of Zimbabwe's history you need to get this done right this stuff will be should be somewhere and kept who knows a hundred years from now when your child is trying to apply to be a police officer or something they can pull up and realize but no wanna wave again it's good to know in comments this is what the revolutionary star is about before we start talking about day-to-day activities let's talk about substantive things with the chiripa ground what's going on on the ground right now what benefits us and what the ideologies of the liberation struggle were all about and this is what it is this act being passed during corona times is a huge thing and it means a lot for the development of which zimbabwe is going on we need to push for this these statutory instruments the next stage comrades and cutters is that once the board has been set up we need to push our members of parliament and our minister to pass statutory instruments choppers and get these things implemented as well war veterans need to be hired in specific departments there needs to be a quota system it is what it is because right now we know we are in a country that has sanctions and we know that we are under attack from outside forces so within ourselves we need to know who actually are the true defenders and patriots of this country of course at times we are critical of the government on what they do if they make a mistake and so forth or if they are slow to be bureaucratically get things implemented but let's hope that now that they've got the paperwork out the way the devil's in the detail let's hope they appoint a proper chief director 
right and let's hope the organizations themselves zilwako the war veterans association zipedra they are ready to take charge and be on this board and uh let's not have this board just be a regular board please i beg you but however this podcast this week was specifically in terms of getting you guys to at least know that there is now a war veterans act if you are the child of a war veteran you need to know this act for the benefit of your father mother grandfather uncle aunt whoever who may not have the time to read this act you need to know this act and what it means so you got to know this as soon as you can comrades if you are in the diaspora Google it, download the act, figure it out. If you see the Herald, Jagabuda, some gazetted land, kungo apply. Azreo to Naiwana, but Akamboraz was the Waku apply and yeah. So again, this has been Comrade Super Cabral with a message, substantive, in depth look into what the War Veterans Act is all about. Coming straight live and direct from Harare, Zimbabwe. We will see you this time, next time, next week, Sunday, same time. This is Super Cabral. Roger out.